we are at the halfway point of the whole 30. Feels so weird. I hate to be cliche, but time really does fly if you're just kind of not focused on the end date. <laughs> uh, I do have it set in my calendar, though, just to keep in mind. It's July. No. <laughs> oh my gosh. Just don't ever, don't ever rely on me for dates, obviously. June 14th, I believe, is the end date. It's going well. I've uh, kind of unplugged this weekend. I tend to do that with the podcast, and so I haven't really thought too much about recording. Uh, the last one I did, obviously, was Friday night at, at uh, Costco, <laughs> the Costco runs. And yeah, I'm just, I. it's really important for me to kind of unplug from the podcast world on the weekends, uh, in the sense of, I just try not to focus too much on content or, you know, just, I, I mean, we'll do social media and such, but it's, it's kind of far off in my mind. So during the week I am more tuned in to what we're supposed to be doing and especially around this, but I have had some thoughts and experiences this weekend with whole 30. I think it's a lot easier in general to, Um, sorry, I'm driving to the gym right now and there's a guy like legit just standing in the middle of the road. So I'm a little concerned about what's going on here. Okay. What are you doing, buddy? Don't throw things at my car, please. All right. That's really weird. Okay. All right. So I think that the, um, the, the whole 30 in general is going well, uh, as far as kind of hitting the, the, the middle point. Now's the time where we're kind of like, yeah, there's really not much more to say. There's nothing really totally enlightening you're going to hear from us, or at least from me, but just kind of the piece of the newness has worn off and you want to be mindful about that piece as well of like, okay, we get all excited about a goal and then we kind of get a few days into it and we're still got the momentum going. And then the halfway point, you're kind of like, well, there's not really much else to say other than it's going fairly well. It's been fairly easy for me, uh, just because I've done, you know, like Claire said, I've done the vegan diet before I've counted macros, I've, it, it, which is really bizarre to be honest with you, because even, even before counting macros, uh, I wasn't really doing anything that was really, paying attention. I did have to pay attention to whether or not I had before, I mean, when I was vegan, um, obviously dairy products and animal products, but I wasn't so focused on the intake or the amount I was eating. And, you know, then of course macros comes in and kind of teaches you portions and how much you should be getting of your macronutrients. And then, uh, for whole 30, I think that I, because I had done macro counting, it's definitely easier in that sense, because macro counting is pretty, pretty strict. Um, and so I, as far as like the easy piece, I think that is why it's easier for me. But at the same time, I am surprised because had you have asked me two years ago, would I have ever done something like this? I'd be like, no way. I think those of you who've listened to the podcast from the beginning know that I was always against this stuff. I was always like, oh, I just, I'm so exhausted just thinking about it. The thought of putting energy into it is really just overwhelming. So I also think a lot about in the same vein that, uh, I do the same thing with meal planning. 
And that's kind of that whole thing that Claire was talking about of how you do one thing is how you do everything. And, uh, you know, that is the same with meal planning. I have the same mentality around that. I'm kind of like, oh, I'm exhausted. Anything around food and nutrition, I don't want to think about it. I just want to kind of know that I'm somewhat in the zip code of being healthy. And then from there, I'm kind of like, I just don't want to go there because it's, it's, I don't know how to explain it. Um, so that's kind of been on my mind is, you know, going from, wow, I've really come a long way from not really wanting to pay attention at all to then getting used to paying attention. And it's not that bad, right? It's not that bad. It can go to dark places. It has a tendency to do that. Um, we're going to have Lisa and Natalia, the eating disorder experts on in a few weeks, maybe probably the episode will come out sometime in July. And we're going to kind of revisit a lot of these things because let's be real. It just happens. I don't think it ever a hundred percent goes away. Um, I, this morning I was kind of reflecting on this experience with whole 30 and I'm starting to kind of freak out about not counting macros anymore. There was just kind of a moment where I'm like, well, shit. I mean, that's, that kind of was a good fence for me. It was like little, uh, like training wheels. It was nice boundaries. It kind of gave me a good template and, and letting that go for a month for 30 days is starting to really get into my psyche. So I'm just trying to process that. I, I noticed this morning that I was really, those thoughts were really starting to come in. So I am going to continue to pay attention to that and reflect on that. As far as the food goes, I think that I'm just trying to, you know, plan in advance. That's been really good for me to just keep in mind. Let's just plan in advance, Joy. Make something every day that you could eat for the next two days. And so that's kind of been a good habit that I've been doing. And I keep it super simple. I'm not 100% following recipes. I'm just making Whole30 approved uh, ingredients. And then I throw them all together that sound good. So not super difficult. Uh, there's a couple things I'll make on a consistent basis. I throw chicken in the crock pot and make a recipe there. And that's kind of like a once a week thing. So I have that grass fed beef. I have some great breakfast sausages that I've been making eggs. You know, it's just not that piece is really not hard because the ingredients you'd be surprised actually you would not be surprised, but holy crap. Costco is like the whole 30 station. It is, it has a ton of whole 30 products and ingredients. And I'm just like, I go there and I just load up and I really don't have to think about it because Costco's amazing. All right. So I'm pulling up to the gym right now. We're doing Murph today. So that's what I'm going to be doing for the next hour and change. And, uh, I'll check in with you afterwards and hope it goes well. All right, guys. Okay, a couple quick post-MRF observations and kind of a follow-up to what I said this morning. It's about 2 o'clock. I did MRF early this morning. So I just, I know I was talking a little bit about, like, kind of struggling with having the macro counting being over, well, for now, and just focusing. Because, you know, you're really not supposed to weigh yourself on Whole30 or measure yourself. And so that's something I've been trying to stick to. It's pretty tempting in the morning to want to keep weighing yourself. And it's just so, I was texting Claire today because I was like, it's just so weird how you can kind of fall into these habits of like doing that again. And um, I guess I shouldn't say again, because before 
I started counting macros, I wasn't even like, I don't, I don't think I even had a scale. I wasn't even weighing myself, period. I just kind of went off of how my clothes fit. So, uh, is that a bad thing? I don't know. At first, you know, I was kind of like, well, I guess it's kind of good to have like, you know, an idea of where you're at. And like our favorite listener, David Fitzpatrick, hi, David, said that, you know, restrictions can be a good thing because it keeps you in check with, you know, what you should be eating and that you're not going to go binge on 10 cakes or whatever. You know what I mean? It's just, ugh. as you can tell, I'm having a hard time talking about this because it gets so confusing for me. But I I think the piece that I want to just address is that I'm just noticing that I've gone through so many iterations, different iterations of eating and wellness. And um, I don't think there's one particular thing that's either good or bad. It's just that I know that for myself, um, I didn't even use, I never weighed myself. I didn't even like care about it. I I had no idea what I weighed. And then macro counting kind of came in and it's just like, weigh and measure yourself and make sure you're keeping track and track, track, track and weigh, weigh, weigh. And I do see the benefit of progress and just knowing where you are, right? And then, but people get attached to that number and I can see how it can kind of go out of whack. So doing the whole 30, um, you know, I was kind of telling Claire today, I'm like, it's just so weird to me that you don't track your weight or you measure food and there's a little bit of an anchor that's a comfort to know that that's there. Um, I also know that that's a very disordered way of thinking because of, um, and that's very common in eating disorders is the, the number is an anchor. So, um, you know, that is something you latch onto with a vengeance and it just can be a horrible, horrible thing that you're attaching it to a number. And my macro coach that I was working with last year, she did such a good job of never paying attention to my weight. She was always like, you know, every time I would gain or lose a pound throughout the week, she'd be like, she never even commented. She didn't say one thing. And if I commented, she'd be like, Joy, you know, the scale is one, one piece of information out of like a million pieces of information. So, um, but yeah, I mean, just my mindset of coming off of, uh, doing macro counting the year prior where I lost a ton of weight, but I rebounded fairly quickly and my body just kind of rebounded. Um, I was having a really hard time with that today and I was texting Claire about this too. And I'll just share with you guys. Cause it's, it's just, it's something to really pay attention to for me is that I, um, I had shorts last year that I had to buy that were a size smaller because I, I lost a lot of weight on, um, macro counting, the initial macro counting that I did. And I put them on today just to kind of see where I was at and they were totally tight in my ass. And I was just like, Oh man, but it just reminded me that I also was pissed last year when I had to buy smaller clothes because I was like, I just, I don't know how to feel about it. And so Claire was like, Joy, just remember those were like unhealthy habit shorts and those were weird arm vein shorts because like I had the most disgusting arm veins you would ever imagine. It's, it was so gross. Um, I could barely wear tank tops because my arms looked so disgusting. So reminding and I'm I'm not saying like I hate it on my body. I'm just I'm my own perception as I look back on pictures is like I I really did not look I looked gross. I just for me, like my own perception, I did not think I looked healthy. I feel like I looked extremely lean and my butt looked like someone just deflated my ass. I had no butt. 
And I always have had a butt. Anyway, so putting on those shorts, though, I just kind of like put them on and um, I knew that they weren't going to fit, but I put them on anyway just to see. And they were super tight in my butt and hips and, you know, the usual. And uh, I was like, oh, man, this sucks. And so I immediately texted Claire. I'm like, I'm really kind of struggling mentally with just knowing that those fit last year and now they don't fit this year. And I'm like, you know what, though, it. You know what makes me kind of mad at myself for even doing that is that I never cared before. I've always been like the same size. I've always, I've never had to pay attention to really what I eat, you know, with within reason, you guys. Like I am fairly healthy, but I'm just talking like if I wanted something, I'd eat it. I used to, whatever, I'm not even going to go there. But yeah, like I would just, I had no shame or issue well, I guess I should, I, should, I should take that back. I have always had, like, some lingering issues. But I'm just saying, like, I just it just wasn't something that I, like, felt too extremely attached to. Um, and I was almost like this ignorant bliss at the same time. Like, now that I think about it, it was kind of ignorant bliss where I just didn't want to know because I knew that it was something that I, like... I, maybe in a way it was something I didn't want to face. I don't know. Maybe that's it, too. Because, to be quite honest, like, now that I'm kind of talking this out with you guys, it was something that I also really learned a lot about last year when I started macro counting. Okay, so I'm kind of like flipping gears a little bit to like play devil's advocate, okay? If I'm sounding like I'm all over the place, it's because I am. But I was like, you know, last year macro counting really taught me how to look at food and respect food and portion food and uh, fuel my body properly, quote unquote properly. Like, yeah, there's some things that you know, when you're macro counting, you probably want to be mindful of like getting enough fiber and not just eating macro donuts and filling your macros that way. You know what I'm saying? We were very smart about it. I think both Claire and I were very mindful of like real food, eating real food on your, on your macro plan. So I do think in a sense that really took away, it it wasn't so scary for me to, um, pay attention to food. I think that's a pro that I took away from is like, I used to be so scared of even paying attention because I was like, uh, I think where I come from is that I'm eating way too much and I don't want to know it. So that's why I was like, I just don't want to know. I don't want to know because what if I'm eating 3000 calories a day? Well, so what? Like, who cares? I was fine. I'm healthy. The doctors aren't telling me you're like, you know, 50 pounds overweight. I was fine. But I was really scared because what you read on social media is like, oh, 15 calorie diet and women are supposed to only eat about like 15 calories, 1500, 15 calories. Can you imagine? 1500 calories a day and like whatever, Tracy Anderson bullshit. But I think that's kind of why I always avoided it is like I tend to do that in my life where I'm like, I just don't want to know because I'm too overwhelmed. So I won't. So I just like blissfully ignore it. So if there's one of the million things I, again, don't want to be shitting on any type of dieting, but or, um, you know, health plan, if you will. But macro counting definitely was a nice way for me to be educated about my food and to know what was in food. And then doing the whole 30 takes it a step further of really focusing on quality instead of focusing on the quantity. So that is kind of a nice segue because now I can really, you know, blend the two together and eyeball things. And, um, but, but really I, I do like the premise of Whole30 for the 
purpose that you're really supposed to pay attention to your cravings and how you feel. And that has been a huge shift for me because I don't feel intense hunger. Um, I just kind of go through the natural waves of like, oh, I could eat something right now instead of being like, well, I got to wait or, you know, you're kind of getting close to your macros. So that's kind of a nice thing. But I, I, I got to say it has been a little bit of a stress just now that we're like halfway into it of being like, oh my gosh, what a, you know, what if I lose all the progress with, you know, what I did on macro counting and that goes away and that it just doesn't have to be that way, I guess is what I'm saying. I I think we can kind of agree that there's really no one perfect way to do, do things, but um, from coming off of a year and a half of macro counting, you have to understand that that's a pretty big leap for me to just kind of go off on my own. Um, but I also know that that's probably not something I should be doing long term, nor should anyone be really be doing long term, just like the whole 30. They're like, don't do it after 30 days. You really just want to learn about your body. Take a, take it as a piece of information. See how you felt after 30 days and incorporate that mindset back into your life, you know, moving forward because they really focus on living which is great because I don't want to have to go to restaurants with a scale or I don't want to have to go to restaurants and be like, is there added sugar in this? Because, you know, there's going to be meals where there's always added such and such. Anyway, so I hope that helps. I just kind of wanted to process those feelings and also just be real honest to you guys today that, you know, there's things that will always kind of be um, little negative thoughts in my mind and that's for my own personal journey to deal with. I certainly... Um, am aware and can keep it in check and know when I need to kind of be like, all right, I need to address these things. So if you're struggling with something similar, I really encourage you to recognize that in yourself and don't be afraid of it. It's, we're all human. We're all going to go through crap. I mean, it's just, it's just the way it is, you guys. So I hope you're having a great weekend and we'll check in soon. Hi guys, it's Tuesday, May 30th. Whole 30 day 16. I have a little bit of a vulnerability hangover from yesterday's recording, but I'm just going to go with it. Um, I think I trust you guys enough at this point to not attack me or <laughs> judge. And if you judge, that's fine. Uh, let's see. I'm driving to the gym right now and I, um, I don't know. I think this morning I kind of woke up feeling like, wow, I've been sleeping really well. These are the things that I'm like, little tiny tweaks that are making a big difference in my life. The no alcohol is huge. I really like to drink wine. I don't drink it every day, but I definitely like to drink wine <laughs> uh, at least like two or three times a week, like a glass here and there. It's not whatever. I don't have to justify that to you. But I just like that is a piece where I'm like, oh, it's just a nice like vice relaxing. It's more of like I just it makes me relax. Right. And we're all like amped up all the time. So drinking wine helps us relax. And there's all these things that we do in our life that have a payoff. Everything we do is a payoff. Right. So uh, I learned that from Dr. Drew. No, I'm just kidding. But I do listen to his podcast, and every time he talks about how um, drug addicts, drug addicts, you know, you do you do things because it's a, you get a payoff for it. Anyway, I love Dr. Drew. So the benefit for me drinking wine that I was thinking about was that I I do like to relax, and it's something that's kind of like oh, it just kind of puts the uh, cap at the end of the day. 
So last night I was just kind of thinking about that and how I haven't craved it at all. And really what took, what was the hardest, I was, I wouldn't say hard, right? I would say maybe kind of difficult. The most difficult piece of this whole process so far probably was like the first few days. And they really, on a scale of one to 10, was maybe like a six or seven. It was not something that I was like, you know, white knuckling through those days at all. But it was more like, oh man, that would just be really nice right now. And then after the days went by, I was like, I don't really even think about it at all. So I'm kind of proud of myself for that or, you know, my, my cravings. Thank you, cravings. Thank you for doing that. I, um, overall, I feel like I'm not missing any foods. I've been really thinking about how in It Starts With Food, they're like, if you don't miss a certain food, don't feel like you have to bring that back into your diet after you end the Whole30, which I've been thinking a lot about as well. But just because something is Whole30 approved doesn't mean you have to eat it. So there's a couple things like, I I can't think of it off the top of my head, but you know, people are like, oh, I really want to eat this again. And it's just not like mayonnaise. I'm not like a big mayo person. So I bought one of those primal and no primal endurance, (laughs) the Marxist and primal planet. No, I'm getting the name wrong. You know what I'm talking about? My Marxist's line is really delicious mayonnaise. And I bought a jar of it and I mean, it's great, but I'm not going to, I'm probably not going to like go crazy over mayonnaise. I've never really been a mayonnaise person. Um, but yeah, I've been sleeping really well. My energy level's pretty consistent. Actually, I, I will say I took a couple naps over the weekend, which is partly due to the fact that I was up really early. My sleep schedule's been crazy where I just get up at like 4.30 in the morning and I can't fall back asleep. And then I end up going to bed really early. So I got to work on that because I really don't want to get up that early. <laughs> and I really don't want to fall asleep at like 8 o'clock at night. My husband's like, uh, what do you want to watch? Or slash, what do you want to fall asleep to? Um, so we'll see. We'll see how that works out. But I also know that my body gets up with the sun. And it's just the days are getting a lot longer here, obviously. Because it's summertime. Um, and yeah, so I think like taking naps during the weekend is so not me. I usually can't wind down. Um, every meal that I eat feels like I can digest it like slowly and um, like my body is recognizing the food and digesting it easily. And that feels really good. I That's probably my biggest takeaway right now is everything I eat, I can, I feel like my body's just like, oh, we know what this is. Boop, boop, boop and it assimilates. But I, uh, think going from macro canning where you're kind of trying to, sometimes I would eat like, uh, like dressings that probably had too much sugar in them or, mm, I don't know, but things that weren't as natural, kind of the more fake products or fake ingredients. And that I can tell a huge difference with my body is not as bloated and inflamed. So if there's anything that's like really sticking out right now, it's that is I will never go back to fake ingredients or ingredients with a lot of shit in them because I, I can absolutely tell my body is like super bloated and inflamed. And when you're doing as much activity as we are, you already have inflammation in your body on a pretty consistent basis if you're working out a lot. So to kind of add insult to injury, that's just not something I'm really going to do. I'm going to be more mindful of it. Let's just put it that way. 
Okay, part two coming up. I'm pulling up to the gym. It's a beautiful day in Colorado. I hope you guys had a great weekend and honored Memorial Day appropriately, either with Murph or with family and friends and loved ones. We are grateful. We are blessed. Hashtag blessed. Love you guys. All right, so my last thoughts on day 16. I was just, we did a workout today. It was really light. Uh, Did some clean and jerks and just kind of worked out the kinks from Murph. I definitely am feeling a rest day. I should have taken today as like a full rest day, but I just kind of feel like I needed to move. Um, but it was really nice. It was programmed really well. So we didn't, we didn't do anything heavy. We just listened to our bodies and I really appreciate our coach for smart programming. He always has a plan in mind. So I encourage everyone to take it easy today. If you did Murph and listen to your body. So I was thinking this morning as I was working out kind of how we develop habits and how I was so attached to my sugary pre-workout drink Um, and always kind of had, I would walk in with like three different beverages. I had like coffee in my bag and water and then I'd have my pre-workout and just also listening to the Mind Pump guys for over the years, I really have learned through this whole 30 that you really don't need to be spending that much money on supplements and to be mindful of what is in your supplements. But it's just kind of funny. I was thinking, I'm like, man, I was so attached to drinking that drink and how we just get into these habits so easily and we feel like we need them. And I was just kind of laughing to myself, like, isn't that funny that I was attached to a sugary beverage, but it had zero carbs and zero whatever. So who knows what the hell was in it? Like, how does that, like, it's what if it's too good to be true, it probably is. That actually uh, is one rule I've always found to never fail me. <laughs> it never fails me. I, no matter what situation I'm in, I'm like, if it's too good to be true, it probably is. Um, anyway, so I just like kind of coming into the week. It's a short week for me as far as work goes. I'm feeling really good. Uh, my mood has been pretty darn stable. I haven't really had any crashes or energy crashes, but again, I'm going into the whole 30 fairly healthy as it is. So any little tweaks and changes are going to be, uh, I'm guessing pretty small, but also every time I do something like this, I learn, I have a good takeaway and I learn something. So that's kind of what I'm thinking about right now is we're not going through this. I'm not going through this with like this perfection thing in mind, which by the way, I went to Whole Foods and I had a salad. Uh, I kind of threw some stuff together to come home and make a salad. And, uh, I threw some peas on there because I was, and then after I threw them on there, I was like, oh shit, I can't, I don't think I can have peas. And I went home and checked and no, I can't have peas. Did like one pea probably sneak into my mouth? Probably, because I'm not going to go out and like pick every single one. I mean, I ate around them, but like those are the things that I'm not going to sweat. If I had a huge bowl of peas, different, right? That probably would have been different. So I think that everyone can agree that we could absolutely go batshit crazy over this. But because my health is really good and overall I'm pretty rocking with my energy and you know, I haven't had any major health issues, knock on wood. So I'm not going to sweat stuff like that. But anyway, I, I, I guess I kind of am at this point where I'm like, man, I'm really proud of day 16. I'm proud that we've gotten to the, you know, we've, we've arrived here at the halfway point, just over halfway. And 
I feel like I can do this. I don't feel like I'm going to get to a point where I'm, you know, crying in the corner, rocking back and forth because I want cookies. That has probably been the weirdest thing for me because usually after dinner, I always have to have something sweet, which by the way, those wow drops, I got to tell you, I just got them at Vitamin Cottage and then I ordered another bottle on Amazon because I forgot that I can, you can order things on Amazon like that. Um, anyway, so I, uh, that has been helpful because it kind of just satisfies that gum thing. And I'm so addicted to gum as well. So these are the little tweaks that I'm like, man, I never thought I could live without this. And you know, how silly as that sounds. So I'd love to still hear from everyone of how they're doing on their whole 30. Thank you to everyone who tagged us in your Murph photos yesterday. Uh, we love the community. Oh my gosh. It was so funny. By the way, community, I'm not going to say that word anymore because, and I kind of say this tongue in cheek, I'm laughing, but the, uh, <laughs> someone wrote a review on iTunes. It was like drinking game, uh, drink every time Joy says community and every time Claire says literally, and I was just like, oh my gosh, that's so funny because I do, I do talk about how much I love you guys. So I'm not going to say that. I'm not going to say it anymore because now I'm all self-conscious, but I do say that a lot. I'm like, I just love this community. Everybody drink. So I'd love to see more photos and maybe what you're making. You guys, I don't make this hard at all. I just, I go to Costco. I load up on everything, which by the way, I think it's 40 aprons or something. 40 aprons is, I'm sorry, I'm, I don't have it. Uh, in front of me right now, but the website or it's a blog and she does really great posts about uh, the whole 30 recipes and such. And I know there's a million whole 30 recipes out there, but, um, she posted, a uh, she did a blog post that kind of went through all the Costco whole 30 Costco items. That was super helpful for me because even though I could go through and like read all the labels, it's just so much easier to kind of be able to look at something and go, Oh yeah, this is whole 30 approved. Um, so that was really cool. And I, I, uh, really, <laughs> I feel like such a nerd that I keep, I keep recording from Costco and I keep, you know, plugging Costco. Maybe they'll sponsor us is that I am really grateful that there's so much that you can buy in bulk at Costco and just throw a bunch of stuff together for a whole 30 meal. And that's what I do. I just, I don't do recipes. I just make a bunch of ingredients and I make taco bowls or I'll make salads. And I mean, it's just so easy that way. I'm just... I'm just that kind of person. Okay, signing off for Tuesday. It feels like a Monday. I'm going to be thrown off all week, but I hope you guys are having a good day. We'll check in soon. Good morning. It is Whole30 Day 16. It is Tuesday. I don't know what date it is. I'm not even going to try. I'm on my way to work. I'm taking Miles to school. And um, four-day work week this week, which is great. And... Just still feeling good getting through the second half of this whole 30. We are on the downslope, which is great and um, feels good to be more than halfway through, kind of on the other side of, I think, what's supposed to be most of the hard stuff. <clears throat> um, this weekend went pretty well. I We went over to my mom's house yesterday and she knew I was on whole 30, so she made this really good um, whole 30 potato salad. That was like with a balsamic kind of dressing and potatoes and egg, hard-boiled eggs and bacon and um, some other good stuff. So that was great. And it's just nice when you go somewhere and you don't have to um, scrounge around for food. 
But I will say that everybody else had pizza for lunch, and I had grilled chicken, and the grilled chicken was really good. But I can't, I could smell the pizza baking, and I was like, oh. But it's okay, because this is not forever. And that's kind of the, the thing I just keep reminding myself right now is, like, this is not forever. There will come a time very, very, very soon where if I really want pizza and I really think it's worth it, then I can have pizza. But like I've said and like Joy talked about, like, for me, it's about getting through this you know, with full, doing the full whole 30 with following all the rules every 30 days. And which is, you know, it's just what I need to do. Um, a lot of folks have written with ideas about my gut. And I think, um, a couple main themes have emerged. The first one being that, you know, obviously if you really do have true damage in your gut, it takes more than two weeks for it to get better. And, it's, you know, regardless of what was damaging it or what is damaging it, I think that it was really clear before I started this that there was um, definitely some damage. And so um, just trying to be patient with that because it the symptoms have definitely improved. They just haven't miraculously gone away. And so just trying to be as patient with giving myself time to heal from whatever was going on. And the other thing that a lot of people have brought up is FODMAPs, which I don't even remember what it stands for, but basically it's another subgroup of foods that for people with sensitive um, digestive systems and people with who have other types of food sensitivities, this is like the kind of next layer down of the type of foods that can still affect you even though they technically, you know, don't fall under any other categories um, like gluten or whatever. And it's stuff like avocados is a big one in there, apples. Um, there's just kind of a lot of random fruits and vegetables. And there's something about them that the way that your your body processes them um, and breaks down the sugars, it's just more likely to be irritating. And so a couple people have said, you know, have you tried doing low FODMAPs? And I have not. And really more mostly just because right now I feel like in terms of doing the Whole30, I'm definitely trying to use this as data. And so I'm going to go through the whole 30 as written, do the reintroduction protocol as written. And then if I still feel like, okay, there's other questions I still have, then I could see myself, um, you know, once I just, once I figure out through the reintroduction protocol, like if there's anything that is obviously fine, like for me, I, I pretty much know that dairy and legumes make just make me feel sick and gluten doesn't make me feel great but it's okay in small doses soy for me is like pretty benign but kind of one of those things where it's like I don't need to eat it for sure um but we'll see when I but you know like non-gluten grains I tend to do fine with so I thought or so I think so we'll kind of see what comes out of the reintroduction protocol and then once I find out some information there then I I may or may not um, try to do, you know, two weeks or something, um, doing low FODMAPs and see if that helps. But it's just, it feels like it would be very, um, I would just definitely have to get creative not being able to eat broccoli or Brussels sprouts or avocado or apples. Like those are the top four things that I feel like I'm eating right now. And maybe that's why I still, you know, I'm having these problems because those are the top four things I'm eating. And, um, so I've tried to, to, um, mix it up a little bit. We have, we've been having a lot of green beans. Um, we've been doing cauliflower rice, which thank God for the Trader Joe's frozen cauliflower rice. Cause it's so good. 
um, a lot of stir fry veggies with like snow peas and, um, bamboo shoots and carrots and just good stuff like that. Um, and I am curious, I need to look this up. I'm sure this question has been asked is mini, like the little miniature corn that comes in stir fry mixes. Is that the same? Is that actual real corn? Like, is that a grain? I haven't eaten any, but I just am curious because I saw a pack of frozen stir-fried veggies at Trader Joe's that had those little mini corns in them, and I just was curious. Because I feel like there's no way that that's actually, like, a tiny cob of corn, right? That's nothing. Who knows? Maybe it is. Maybe everyone's like, duh, Claire, of course it is. That's why it looks like a tiny cob of corn, because it is one. I just don't know. Um, so heading into this week, I'm feeling pretty good. I don't really have anything coming up this week that I'm nervous about. Um, just kind of general, normal, normal week for me. We have a couple of fun interviews we're doing this week. I think we're going to try to release just a Joy and Claire episode where we're actually recording together, which will be really fun for us. (laughs) It'll be a nice change, um, this Thursday. And then we have Shelly Eddington, who is the, um, master's, I think 40 to 45 division, uh, winner from last year. And, um, then we also are, who are we interviewing later on this week? Oh, I remember. Um, but we'll, we'll just let it be a surprise. Um, and just a lot of fun interviews coming up in June. We're really trying to stack the books in June so we can take a little bit of time off in July, which would be super lovely to not be running around quite so much. I think that you know, the last couple of months, I feel like the podcast has picked up a little bit and it just has really, um, been a lot more of a time commitment to try to figure out when to, when to interview everybody and when to do traveling and all that kind of thing. So we're going to try to take a little break in July, although it won't affect anything from your guys' end. It'll just, just means that we're trying to stack everything up in June so that we have plenty of content to push out in July and while we like take a breather. Um, that has nothing to do with Whole30. Anyway, back to Whole30. Um, oh, I did find a recipe for paleo Whole30 shrimp and grits, quote-unquote grits, that you do with cauliflower, which I'm really excited for. I'm going to try that. And um, I don't really have a whole lot like in terms of reflection on my life. Um, I have oddly struggled with not being the fact that you're not supposed to weigh yourself or like, you know, do any body measurements. I think just because like for so long I was literally weighing myself every day. And it's weird because I came from the other side of the spectrum where before I did, I started WAG, I didn't even own a scale. Like I threw my scale out because I just thought that it was stupid and I didn't need to be weighing myself. And you know, that's like such like an arbitrary piece of data. But then when I started doing WAG at first, it felt like a really big deal to me that I had to weigh myself every single day because I just wasn't used to it. And then it kind of just became a habit and not a big deal. Um, but now that I'm not supposed to do it at all, it has, like I go into my bathroom and my scale's right there and I'm like, oh my gosh, I want to step on the scale. Like I want to know if I'm losing weight. And then I have to remind myself, like, that's not the goal of this. You know, even if I, and I know that if I were to step on the scale, scale though, and like find that I'd gain five pounds or something, I would be disappointed. And so just that in and of itself tells me that I should not be weighing myself because I don't want that to be the goal of this and it's not the goal. And so if I focus on it, then, you know, obviously it's going to be in the back of my mind. Um, 
so, you know, they say to focus on like non-scale victories. So I know Joy had a big non-scale victory where her, her wedding rings finally fit for the first time in over a year. And, um, I actually went, when I went to Madewell the other day to return that dress, um, I exchange it for a pair of jeans and usually ever since Miles was born, I've been wearing size 29 and they did not have any size 29. And I was like, you know what? I'll just try a 28. Like I know this is just going to make me feel bad about myself, but I'll try it. And they fit. So I bought them. So they're the first size 28 that I've worn since before I was pregnant, which is really, I mean, that's a big deal for me. Um, there was a, a time in my life where I was like a size 26 or 27, which is just ridiculous. Like I will never go back to being a size 26 for a lot of reasons, not the least of which being that that was like my college life where I weighed like 119 pounds soaking wet and didn't have to work out and my metabolism just went like crazy and um, it's clearly not my life nor my body anymore. (laughs) Um, But I was cleaning out my closet before we left, before we moved back last October and I found this size 26 pair of Madewell jeans and I was like, when did these ever fit me? There is no way. And luckily um, our neighbor up the, up stairs from us um, is really petite and so I just gave them to her but I was, she kind of looked at me I was like yeah no I don't know when these ever fit me either um, but it's weird because still in the back of my mind I'm like well if I was a size 26 months like, I can get back to that and it's like I know that that is unrealistic and not only unrealistic but just like unnecessary why would I care about that um, and yet you know I went went to Madewell and fit into a size 28 and was like alright I just it's just such a weird thing such a weird thing to feel like you want to be smaller. Um, but I think for me, you know, like I've been saying, it's, it's really more about looking in the mirror and feeling like what I see when I look in the mirror reflects the work that I put in and reflects the identity that I have as an athlete. And, um, I think that I'm starting to get there. I think the other really cool thing about whole 30 that's been happening is I feel like as I'm committing more to my diet, it's allowing me to commit more. Hi buddy. Miles says hi. It's allowing me to commit more in the gym. And, like, there was a little while there where I was not – I mean, it's just – I don't really even know if I want to open this can of worms, but – Hi. Hi, buddy. Miles saying hi, doggy. Um, Not that I was, like, slacking off in the gym or making excuses, but I think that I definitely – when I first started at this new gym felt kind of like, you know what? Like I'm getting up, I'm getting there. Like that's plenty. And which when hi buddy, I love you. When I first started going at five, like that really was all that I could do was just get there. And, but I think since I've been getting used to it, I've still been leaning on that as a crutch of like, well, I'm here. Like that's, that's good enough. And some days, you know, that's the best you can do. But I know I knew deep down that, that was not the case anymore that I could definitely be working harder and trying harder. And so doing the whole 30 has kind of gotten me out of that rut a little bit and, and motivated me to push harder and do things in other areas of my life, like in the gym where, you know, you can take a step back and say like, Hey, this, even though this is different from what I've been doing, that doesn't make it hard. And putting in a little bit more effort is not, you know, is something that I actually should be doing anyway, not something that I should see as like a hardship. It's something that like I should be grateful that I have the the privilege to be getting up and going to the gym and spending, you know, as much as I do on CrossFit. Like that's a privilege and fitness is a privilege. And so, you know, in the same way that eating good foods is a privilege and Hi doggy. 
Miles really wants to say hi to doggies, all the doggies, all the time. Um, and so just kind of looking at, at it that way has been a big mind shift for me and which is great because, you know, it does kind of help me get out of bed in the morning and it helps me put extra five pounds on my bar or, you know, push a little harder in the run, which I hate running, but I'm doing it. And I signed up for an eight week running class and I'll probably talk about that in our like full big real podcast episode this week, but um, you know, just trying to find other areas of my life where I can translate this mindset of like, okay, what, where have I maybe been doing the bare minimum to keep myself healthy and without really acknowledging it? Yes, love. I love you. Miles finally started calling me mama for a long time. He was calling me good doggy. Um, so Anyway, maybe next that'll translate into like my work at at my job. <laughs> we'll see. Uh, well, I hope you guys are having a great Tuesday, and I hope you have a wonderful short week at work. And we will check in again soon.